Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to the Yesterday and Today podcast. We want to take a moment and share some exciting news. Several episodes ago, episode 104, we had a special guest on our show, author Paul Sally. Paul has been researching the life and musical journey of Jimmy McCulloch, the lead guitarist of Wings from Working with the McCulloch Estate and interviewing Jimmy's fellow musicians, Paul has compiled a complete biography on Jimmy titled Little Wing, The Jimmy McCulloch Story. The book goes through many of his influences, bands, and artistic work by one of history's most talented masters of the guitar. It's no wonder why McCartney chose him as a member of Wings. But that's just part of the story. To learn more and get a real feel for Jimmy as a musician and a person, I encourage you to read Little Wing, the Jimmy McCulloch story. Because there was something in the air. The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. This show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today, 1977, Episode 4, Love Me Tender. In this episode, we'll cover July 14th through September 20th.
hot July, boiling as to fire. And boiling is spelled B-O-Y-L-I-N-G. George Harrison took some time off from entering in a recording studio since his last recorded effort, which was 33 and a third. He concentrated on some promotional interviews and relaxing with his love, Olivia Aris. There is a very, very strong, positive alternative to just living a mundane existence. And uh, I've always in my life been one for taking opportunities. And the biggest opportunity in any of our lives is to become realized, is to find out what it's all about and what the point of what we're doing here. But it takes effort to do it, you know. On July 15th at the Silverstone Racetrack in Northamptonshire, England, Harrison has found a practice run for this Sunday's British Grand Prix. Since dawn, a record crowd of enthusiasts who've been patiently waiting through the night have poured through the gates into Silverstone. By the race start, there'll be 85,000 lining the circuit. The superb JPS is the car to beat this year. But the great innovation is the entry of a production car manufacturer into Formula One, Renault. Only a one and a half litre engine, but this turbocharger gives it over 500 horsepower. Carlos Reutemann, winner at Brazil, Ferrari's number two driver. Their number one is Nicky Lauda. I think uh, James Hunt will win the race. I think Nicky Lauda will be second, and I think Jody Schechter will be third. Jody Schechter wins again. Away they go. It's a superb start, and straight into the lead goes John Watson in the Martini Brabham. Just behind him, Nicky Lauda in the Ferrari. Then it's Jody Schechter in fourth position, James Hunt, and they go round Cops for the first time. And John Watson is exactly where he wanted to be in the lead. Filming begins on July 18th for the Lorne Michaels comedy, The Ruddles. The project is scheduled throughout August. I said Dirk, I, I said Nasty, and I said Stink. You don't mean Barry, do you? I'm not the kind of guy who likes to play Big Brother, but I've just seen your date outside. He's with another. In London on August 2nd, George Harrison makes a cameo appearance in the Ruddles film project. 
along with Ron Wood of the Rolling Stones. There have been continued allegations that Ruttle Corps is going bankrupt. Eric Manchester, the Ruttle's press agent, are these allegations true? No, no. No, they're, uh, they're conjecture, you know. They're, they're sort of rumour. I think you find that where you get success, you'll always find this sort of rumour. No. So the stories of the theft, they're not true also? Uh, no, they're greatly exaggerated, greatly exaggerated. Uh, it's bad, you know. Things are going. But uh, nothing like the rate that, that people indicate. For a while, three chapters of the Redditch Hells Angels lived in the basement at Ruttlecourt before Stig had the nerve to ask them to leave. Who hurt Stig? One of the girls. Who? Big Valerie. We're very upset, but there's not much we can do about it. Why not? Well, she'll thump me. So, Stig injured by Big Valerie. In the beginning weeks of August, back in London, McCartney is busy in the studio recording and mixing tracks. Cottage head off. Trick the blighter.
sightly boil upon his nose. Boil crisis. Shoot that boy show at him. With Linda's due date inching closer and closer, Paul continued to work on finishing some songs. There was one tune Paul was working on that he only had the melody and chorus. He invited Denny Lane over to his house to work out the rest of the song. I went over to his house in, in Scotland while well, I was living on the same land and his breakfast he played me this, this chorus and I said, well that's a possible hit. He says, what do you think the Scots are going to think about this, me trying to write a Scottish song? I said, you know, if it's good, if we do it properly, it'll be a compliment. Then the two finished the song.
On August 12th, Ringo Starr Records released the single Danny by Graham Bonnet. The single is the sixth single release on the Ringo Records label in Europe.
Across the ocean, in Karazawa, Japan, Lenin continues his visit with the Yono family while relaxing, bicycle riding, and sightseeing with Yoko and Sean. On August 13th, John sent a postcard to Derek Taylor in England reflecting on the beautiful surrounding mountains in the region. That evening, John felt especially creative and inspired by the freedoms from his familiar surroundings. He began composing a new song on the piano he had available at the Manpai Hotel.
while back in America on August 16th. Save on all your lighting needs at Halifax. There's a showroom near you in Beverly. Here is a bulletin from Channel 5 News. Singer Elvis Presley has died in a Memphis, Tennessee hospital. The 45-year-old entertainer apparently died of a respiratory ailment. No other details were given. Repeating, singer Elvis Presley has died at the age of 45. A complete report tonight on Newswatch at 10. Good evening. Elvis Presley died today. He was 42. Apparently it was a heart attack. He was found at his home in Memphis, not breathing. His road manager tried to revive him. He failed. A hospital tried to revive him. It failed. His doctor pronounced him dead at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I'll be so lonely, I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. Be so, I'll be so lonely, baby. I'll be so lonely, I'll be so lonely, I'll make it die. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. called me and told me Elvis Presley had died. And I couldn't imagine that happening. I never thought about Elvis Presley dying. That August night, Linda Thompson got a call from Elvis's nine-year-old daughter, Lisa Marie. She just burst into tears and said, my daddy's dad, my daddy's dad. And I threw the phone in the air. It was, it, I, I just couldn't quite fathom what she was saying. CBS News, Elvis Presley, king of popular music, is dead at the age of 42. The undisputed king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, is dead. He died this afternoon here in his adopted hometown of Memphis after apparently collapsing at his South Memphis mansion. And the mayor has ordered all flags in the city to be flown at half-staff. Elvis Aaron Presley had died of heart failure at the age of 42. His sudden death stunned millions of fans around the world. There's no joy in my heart, only sorrow. And I'm sad as a man can be. I sit alone in the darkness of my lonely and this room is a prison to me. I look out my window, and what do I see? I see a bird way up in a tree. I want to be free. Oh, yes. 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 free. 
born and be free. Oh, what good are my eyes? They can't see you. And my arms, they can't hold you so tight. I have two lips that are yearning, but they're no good to me. Cause I know I can't kiss you tonight. I look at my window, and what do I see? I see a bird. Way up in a tree I want to be free Oh yes Free Oh yes Free I want to be free Like a bird in a tree I want to be free I want to be free Like a bird in a tree want to be free The void Back in Japan at the Manpai Hotel, John got the news of Elvis's death from his friend, Elliot Mintz, who called John that afternoon from New York. As Elliot recalled, John replied, Elvis died in the army. The difference between him and us is that, with us, our manager died and we lived. With Elvis, he dies and the manager lives. Come to Japan, Elliot. And with that statement, a few days later, Mintz joined the Lennons in Karazawa at the Manpai Hotel. Until one day, a numerologist advised them that they should leave. The Lennons and Mintz found their way to Tokyo before heading to the States. In Tokyo, they stayed at the Yokura Hotel in the presidential suite. While in Tokyo, John was asked to comment on Elvis's death. When Elvis died, People were harassing me in Tokyo for a comment. Well, I'll give it you now. He died when he went in the army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that's when they killed him. That's when they castrated him. So the rest of it was just a living death. Presley was very nearly at the peak of his career when he was drafted into the army. That was 1958. Here he's arriving for a tour of duty in Germany, an enlisted man driving a jeep. He could have gone into what they call special services and avoided the kind of time put in by ordinary soldiers, but Presley didn't. Actually, he trained as a tank man. Elliot Mintz reflects on those days with John in Japan. In the years after I first came to know John and Yoko, John often wrote postcards to me, just quick little notes to say hello from whatever far corner of the world he was visiting. Now, in summer and early fall 1977, John, Yoko, and a not-quite-two-year-old Sean spent about four months in Japan, and at their invitation, I joined them there for the last two months. Now, John loved and had great respect for the culture and traditions of the Japanese people. We'd spend hours riding through the lanes on bicycles, and he enjoyed walking through the holy shrines, marveling at their majesty and thinking his own deep thoughts. At the same time, John got a big kick out of popular culture there, especially westernized TV and radio. We found this on a tape of bits John recorded while we were in Tokyo. Oh, no. 
around this time back in the States, Ringo Starr records a radio spot in California for the band The Who for their next movie, The Kids Are All Right. Hello, children. You know who I am. I know who you are. And we all know who the hoo-ha. The who. In. The kids are all right. It's the Mayhem Madness musical. with 3,000 broken guitars. Don't be alarmed. I think I know what's going on. A million dollars hotel damage. And 15 years on the road. Unfortunately, the film is delayed. On August 25th, Atlantic Records in America released the single Wings by Ringo Starr. You have, you have definite feelings about singles. Oh, you? yes, yes. Wings, which just stands a good chance, I feel. Mm-hmm. Which is one Vinnie and I wrote, nothing to do with Paul and Linda. The single is produced by Arif Martin.
On September 4th, radio disc jockey Dave Herman of WNEW-FM in New York interviews Ringo Starr, who is promoting his new LP, Ringo the Fourth, which will be out soon. Dave Herman on WNEW-FM in New York. It's time for a change, I think, you know. And you can't get a reef to produce you unless you're signed to Atlantic, which is not the reason why we signed. So I met a reef. A reef Martin. A reef Martin. Uh, he came to London for five hours to have a chat, and I, we sat there and talked, and at the end of it, I said, well, I'd still like to work with you. And he said, well, I'd like to work with you. And we said, okay, and we, we did it. We did Road to Give You but I, I made him come to L.A., this new one, Ringo the Fourth. Which will be soon coming to your neighborhood records. Store. Right, as, and it's us knowing each other better, and me coming to New York, which was most amazing, because I hadn't been for four years. And then to be thrown into the middle of these, this band that I didn't know any of the players, never played with any of them, uh, was, I mean, it, there's a lot of adrenaline in New York. New York is totally different from L.A., as everyone knows, unless you live in Wisconsin. <laughs> now, on the new album, I'm told, is going to be a great old song, yeah. Drowning in the Sea of Love. Drowning in the Sea of Love. I've been down one time And I've been down two times But now I'm drowning Drowning in the sea of love Let me tell you all about it I've been out here so very long I've lost all of my direction Baby, when you came my way Now 
You've been listening to a conversation with Ringo Starr. Thank you, Ringo. Thank you. Around this time in the summer of 77, the album Beached was released by Richie Martin, produced by Beach Boy Carl Wilson. Richie is the son of the entertainer Dean Martin. The album was recorded at the Beach Boy Brothers Studios and features fellow Beach Boy Dennis Wilson, along with the lead guitar work of Jimmy McCulloch of Wings. I made my mind up years ago. Later now, I gotta go. All this confusion in the air. People speeding round. As the album teaser note states, what if the members of the Beach Boys, Chicago, America, and Wings had teamed up to create one of the greatest California rock albums you've never heard?
Back in London on September 8th, it is announced that Jimmy McCulloch leaves Paul and the band Wings over musical differences. I was rung up one morning by Steve Marriott, a good singer, and he said, oh, me and Jimmy have been up all night and he's decided he wants to join me and leave the group. So I was a little bit sort of, you know, put out, but I said to him, hey, you know, good luck, guys, and um, I'll see you, Jim. Jimmy is quoted as saying, I enjoyed playing with Wings and I learned a lot from Paul, but I felt it is time for a change and the ideal change for me was the small faces. They are old friends of mine whose music I've always enjoyed. Jimmy joins the band The Small Faces and goes quickly on tour. McCartney is asked about Jimmy's departure, which he comments, Jimmy has been playing some great guitar recently, and it is a pity he is leaving, but problems have been building up for quite a while now, and so, the rest of us are happy to carry on without him.
As the old saying goes, when it rains, it pours. Around the same time, Wings drummer Joe English also leaves the band. His departure had been due to his wife Dale being in a serious automobile accident, coupled with battling his inner demons. I've just seen another sunset on my own All day long I've been alone And I must do something about it Yes, I must do something about it the time I wasted when I could have been <laughs> like this, happy. Joe went on to explain his rock and roll life during his time with Wings, jetting back and forth to Georgia to spend time with his wife Dale, getting involved with alcohol and drugs and nearly overdosing on heroin, all of which led to his decision to leave. It, it came down to we were doing a, an album, it was called London Town, and uh, it came to a point where I told Paul and Linda, I, I said, I want to have, I want to talk to you. So we had a little meeting in the office at, uh, in London. And I told him, I said, I, I need to go. I need to go home. I need to leave and go home. And they were surprised. And they, you know, they said, what can we do? Can we, is there anything we can do? We can get you, get your house, get your flat or, because a lot of people don't know when I came to England, Paul took me into his house with his family. I stayed upstairs in the bedroom because he knew I was a young guy coming over there. And, you know, you don't hear that side of stuff. You usually hear people are superstars and they're this, that, and the other thing. But he uh, had me stay at the house, at his house, so I could be comfortable and not feel out of place. And uh, so. I told them I'm going to leave, and they and they said, okay. And I, uh, I basically the next day or the day after, I had packed my stuff and got on a plane and went home. Let me back up a little bit. My wife during the uh, London Town album, she was involved in a bad car accident, and uh, she was uh, almost killed in the accident. Spent a month in the hospital, and uh, to make a long story short, she uh, ended up. I mean, God healed her leg. I mean, basically, God healed her leg because they went back in and looked, and the bone had grown together and uh, in her leg. And, uh, and and through all that, she got born again. Totally different. I'm not talking about a little bit. Totally. Didn't do anything, anything she used to do in the past. Everything stopped. She was a different person. So... Basically, Dale went on with God, and I decided I just, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. You couldn't, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. So I have a wife who's born again, and I have Joe, who's just come out of being with, <laughs> comes home a mess, and um, just left it all behind. was once again back to Paul, Linda, and Denny. Meanwhile, in Tokyo, Japan, John, Yoko, Sean, and Elliot Mintz settle into the Hotel Akura. 
Here, Elliot Mintz recalls an unforgettable funny experience they had one evening. After spending the first three months staying in small, out-of-the-way country inns, that fourth month, we stayed in Tokyo at the Hotel Okura, a place called the Frank Sinatra Suite. Now, the Hotel Okura is one of the biggest and most modern hotels in Japan, and we were in a suite that was so large, I recall John and I could play soccer in the living room. This thing went on forever. And one evening, John was just playing his acoustic guitar, and one memory that will always stay with me, the elevator stopped at the uh, suite where we were staying in. The door opened, and a Japanese couple appeared out of the elevator, walked into the suite, sat down at a table. I was looking at John, he was looking at me, and he was playing Jealous Guy on acoustic guitar, nice and softly. The couple sat down, waited four, five, six minutes, had a smoke, and when nobody came to serve them, they figured that things were a little slow, they got up and they left. Okay. They thought One, they were in a restaurant. Two, three, four. I was dreaming of the past And my heart was beating fast I began to lose control began to lose control I didn't mean to hurt you I'm sorry that I made you cry I didn't mean to hurt you I'm just a jealous guy Back in London, with all the troubling news surrounding McCartney's band Wings, a breath of fresh air happens on September 12th at the Avenue Clinic in St. John's Wood. A nice nurse came out and she just said, it's a boy, so I grabbed her, picked her up, hugged her, and rang you kids. Mm. Guess what? It's a boy. I could hear you go, ah, screaming. That was James. Little cute thing. Lovely boy. James Lewis McCartney is born weighing in at six pounds, one ounce. On September 20th in America, Ringo releases another album called Ringo the Fourth.
guy I work with, Vinnie Poncia, mm-hmm. who I write with, and on the next, the new album, we wrote more together than we've ever written because we're getting to know each other a bit better when he's awake. Um, so Richard was working with Vinnie, or Vinnie was with Richard, something, and he put us both together, which was probably the greatest thing he ever did in my musical career.
This album I'm very happy with. This one more than Rotary Review I'm happy with. I think it's stronger. I think it's stronger because Vinnie and I wrote six tracks. Um, and so I know those songs better, you know.
This track was released as a single. It's the old Joe Simon hit of 1972.
Just, just off the wall, here's a single, you know, Drowning in the Sea of Love. End of part one. Intermission. Continuing in a moment. Part two of the LP, Ringo the Fourth. Good lyric, good lyric, good attitude. Makes no sense. Wings release a new single. Three cheers for the girls. Hip hip. Hip hip. Hip hip. John flies home from Japan as Ringo flies to Japan. To all Japanese people, I came here to talk about the simple life. And Capitol releases a new Beatles album. Loving song. Love and song. Next on Yesterday and Today. You have to listen to this program outside in the rain. information or to contact the show visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com also visit at yesterdaypod on twitter and search yesterday and today podcast on facebook see you next time Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts yesterday and today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad <laughs> from his better show than ours. <laughs> wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the shows. As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? <laughs> Don't worry, we will. <laughs> you can head to our social media pages. That's facebook.com slash yesterday and today podcast or facebook.com slash third men. Or you could head to society Six. Dot com slash Kaminsky Family Podcast. That's society, the number six, dot com slash K-A-M-I-N-S-K-I Family Podcasts. Yeah, keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need your help. <laughs> Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. All right. Thank you, Dad. All right, we'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me.